The Right Hook Podcast. Make business sense on the road with the Mitsubishi Outlander Business, the two-seater SUV with low BIK, 200 euro VRT and a five-year warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie No disrespect to Ken, but he is nothing like as attractive as my next guest who's joined me for the Right Hook Health Checkup. It is Dr. Kira Kelly. Is that's not is that green or blue? My my my, my uh, woolly jumper. It's 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 kind of a grey blue. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It yeah. is. Well, I missed you last week. Yes, was, I was away. It was very sad, George. We we did miss you here, myself and Bobby. You're right. Okay, now uh, tons of questions. I want to go to them straight away. Suffice to say, though, uh, my daughter was skiing. Uh, uh, nobody should go skiing. I mean, it should be banned. They should play. Uh, they should play MMA, mixed martial arts, and not go skiing. Why people go skiing? Anyway, she's on the slow slope and the flat slope. She falls, and she fractures her coccyx. Really? Yeah. Very painful. Yeah, coccyx. Coccyx for anyone who's listening and doesn't know what it is. It's your tailbone. People sometimes refer to it as. And you have to sit on it when you sit down. So if it is fractured, there's no cast or anything you can put on it for a start. It just has to heal naturally. But every time you sit, you're in terrible pain. Because I was reminded by a female 42-year-old, or it was my daughter, right right gender, right age, pain in her coccyx. 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 But don't recall falling or hurting myself. So to sit and walk. Answer, please. Actually, this is quite interesting because this is the second week we've had somebody with a similar kind of problem. It's very common. Um, coccydynia, where you have pain in your coccyx, doesn't have to be the result of a fall or an injury or an accident. It can just be bad luck that the... the when you think about your tailbone, there's not that much skin over it and it become tender and inflamed in the whole oh, area right, and very okay. painful to sit down. Anti-inflammatories, George, and one of those donut-shaped cushions is is the, the solution. All right. Do you know what the cushions I mean? People use, yeah, for for yeah. piles as well, yeah, people yeah, use them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, well, yeah. same idea. A lot of people used to get kicked in the coccyx playing rugby. It was very Yeah, it was very painful. I can remember every fellow kicked me in the coccyx. And you still hold it against I, them. I do. Now, this woman is back jogging after having a baby three months ago. Now, the big problem with having a baby is that you remain fat for a long time afterwards. Isn't that right? I would not say fat, George, no, but you might carry some baby weight for yeah, a period yeah. of time. So, understandably, she wants to get it back, her body, presumably. But she's getting pain in her hip and glutes. Um, for a pe- Listen, what I would say to you is, is you need... There's an awful lot of pressure on women to bounce back into their skinny jeans after having a baby. And particularly when sort of all the magazines sort of show pictures of women with minuscule figures directly after having a baby and kind of go, oh, yeah. look at her back in her, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, your body takes quite a long time to recover from having a baby and I'm not just talking about from the birth but from all the the yeah. hormone changes and you're much more stretchy and elastic for a period of time after you've had a baby because anyway, of hormone changes. But, but this isn't severe pain so the only thing I would say to her is why run? Like running, I must say, it, it comes after skiing in my bad books. Because and, and most other exercises as well, George, in fairness <laughs> no, to you. I found it very difficult to get back to my normal shape after the birth of all of my three <laughs> children. But the thing about running is people run with bad shoes very often. 
They invariably run on the road where there is no yeah. give and so on. It's a ton of ways that you can exercise uh, without running I is my advice to her. I would agree with you. I think that she's not ready to run. I think yeah. she's get, her body is Thank telling you. her that. And that could be to do with hormonal changes. But also bear in mind this. If she is heavier than normal post-pregnancy, Running when you're heavy is quite hard on your joints. You would be better off to lose the weight in other ways before you start running so that you aren't punishing your joints, I suppose, with extra weight. What is the greatest exercise ever invented? I wouldn't consider it to be invented, but I would say walking. Swimming. Well, swimming is also very good, Swimming's walking is easier. It is, but, but swimming, because there's no weight bearing yeah, yeah, because true, you're true. swimming, it can, and a lot of people say to me, well, I can't swim. You can get these things now, like, which are like the things you get for teaching your child how to swim, right? And you can put it around your waist or whatever, and you exercise in the water. You do, and, and I'm certainly not knocking swimming, and I think no. it is one of the great exercises, but I'm just a great believer in walking, right, particularly okay. for, for older people who weight-bearing exercise is very good for their, their bone density. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Well, with me having a pool at home and that sort well, of thing. Well, you do, you have yeah. your, your, your infinity pool. What about this poor child, well, not child, 50-year-old male, excessive sweating. When he, when he has a shower, you think somebody has just put a, a hose of hot water on him. And he has to stand at the back door with no shirt on. God help the neighbours. <laughs> yeah. What? What's that? Well, th- that may be a variety of things. The, the, the First of all, there, there could be something going on in terms of his medication, depending if he was on certain medications can make you do that. Certain conditions can make you do that as well. Um, but... I would suggest it could be to do with with weight either is is another issue. Um, He may need, he may need some investigations done. And I know you you hate when I send people to their doctors after they've texted into the show. But he's somebody who may need some blood tests and things like that done if this is a new thing. And there are certain medications that can help with excess sweating if you're having such a thing. Yeah. And you know what else we, we, we sometimes do for excess sweating is we sometimes give Botox a lot of um, people who have excess sweating, for example, from, from their armpits, we would inject Botox into their armpits and that will help with that too. So there, no, there but are, he's there sweating everywhere. Yeah, though. he is. And you'd wonder why this... I think he probably needs some cardiac investigation, some blood tests and stuff like that because we don't exactly know and there can be conditions that cause excess sweating. It could just be simple weight and, and, and age and all that, but I, I would suggest this guy needs a checkup. I would too because like he had a severe red rash appeared in his face as well. Yeah, and, and there, are, there are conditions like carcinoid syndrome and things that do cause flushing and do cause you know yeah. and I'm not saying the man has this we don't know but what I'm but saying but any is, kind of ex- excessive thing you should have a checkup. yeah out, exactly and we're saying to yeah. you listener like don't be worried but just go and get a checkup. well then on the other hand extremely tired all the time could sleep for 12 hours every single night wakes up groggy bad headache pains stiffness in the legs can't concentrate I'm very forgetful now Lawrence does have he's 32 I'd be really worried but he does have low thyroid are they connected? Yes, they are connected, and oh. I would, yeah, and and I would suggest that what Lawrence needs is to have his thyroid function test checked, simple blood test, and it may just mean that he needs his medication adjusted. Do you know what more I mean? of it? Like yeah, because it sounds to me from his this symptoms, is directly related, probably, and it probably means that his thyroid is underactive, and that is. Um, what's going on now as well. Do you know what I mean? So what he needs is, is to have it adjusted. It's, it's a, right. Something's gone awry. But what about the fellow who's 50 then? He he can't sleep at all. He can only sleep three hours a night. 
So that's not his thyroid. What's his problem? Well, he has insomnia, George. And insomnia is one of those things that lots of people come to the doctors with. And there's different types of insomnia. Initial insomnia is people who can't fall asleep. Okay, and that's that's what the likes of me have. And then there's other types of insomnia where you wake up really early with your early morning waking or where you're waking up repeatedly during the night. People get that type of insomnia too. But I've been married to Ingrid for 47 years, right? And she hasn't been able to sleep for 47 years. So she could say she's in bed for eight hours. I'd say she's lucky to get three like, you know. And she's awake huge amounts of it. Now, it's improved since she's left me, well, theoretically, and gone to a separate bedroom because she has me farting and snoring and all that. Yes, poor Ingrid. I I do feel for her. But this is essentially your DNA or your genetic is it not you can't take a pill for this you can't be taking sleeping no, pills no and, and, and I, I certainly wouldn't recommend sleeping pills to anybody on a regular basis because they're addictive and all that first of all this person should google a thing called sleep hygiene just just go on to google yeah, I, I don't buy this at all now this is your nonsense about play, sleep hygiene about having a shower and reading a book and yeah, playing yeah, yeah, music yeah. It, and George that. it's a bedtime routine for adults we, we know it works for children we all put our children to bed with a bedtime routine and it works for adults as well and it's a good thing and it's non-medicated and that's important as well. I, if it's yeah. non-medicated it's non-medicated I'm so, so there is right. that um, the other thing is we have to bear in mind is sometimes people have an unrealistic expectation about how, how much, much sleep, sleep they need and I often have quite you know older people coming in to me quite elderly people and they say I'm not sleeping doc and I say really what time do you go to bed about half nine and it's what time do you wake up about two in the morning they've gotten their full night's sleep Correct. but the problem is they've gone to bed at half nine no, if they right. stayed up till a quarter yeah. to one in the morning they'd, they'd wake up at quarter to seven or whatever I find you answer one in three questions very yeah, that's, intelligently that's, 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 that's not that, a bad that was a good hit. one now that's that's not a bad so unrealistic expectations as you get older you need less much less yeah 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 I'm, I'm, I'm living Example you are. You I mean, are. I, I sleep You're an no. example of almost everything that comes no. into the right hook health check, it turns <laughs> but out. But I find six hours is a dinger like, you know. I, I would quite like so to get six hours. I go to hours. bed now. I go to bed now at between 11 and midnight and then I wake up at about 6 a.m. and that's fine. Yeah. Now, what about this poor old 63-year-old dame who has pain in both knees? Now, well, her bone density is fine. She doesn't have arthritis. Is the answer to this, ma'am, you're 63, no? Yes, probably. Um, first of all, bone density and joint pain are not necessarily linked. Bone density is people measure whether or not they're likely to have osteoporosis, which is kind of the thinning of the bones. And that's your actual body of your bones. Joint pain is where the two bones meet at a joint. And that doesn't, you know, you could have perfect bone density and still have arthritis in a joint. Um, lots of people, particularly in their 60s, whether they think they have arthritis or don't, do because arthritis is just a medical term, fancy word for wear and tear of a joint. You know what I mean? So like most people in their 40s and 50s have a touch of arthritis because it's just wear and tear. And you can have, you know, that to a greater or a lesser extent. At 63, the chances are, particularly if this woman has pain in both her knees, but also it is wear and she, tear. She has it at night. It's surprising she, she didn't say I have her walking around. She has it when she goes to bed. Well, we don't know why particularly she has it at night. There there are certain conditions that can cause pain in trigger points, which could be sometimes the inner aspect of your knee, what we would call the medial aspect of your knee. But it's unlikely to kill her. Oh, it's not going to kill her, no. Um, but there are things like fibromyalgia that could cause pain in your kind of inner knee, along your, your inseam of, of your trousers at your knee there. Um, what I would suggest is is probably needs an x-ray. Maybe She had it. 
Do you I, not read these questions? I, I go and what you ask in. me. <laughs> I do. Read had them. an X-ray for bone density. I told you. No, and uh, she uh, had uh, told she had no arthritis. An, an X-ray isn't for bone density. But anyway, no, no, that, that, that's neither here nor there. Um, I would suggest that this woman would take paracetamol, maintain a healthy body weight, and mobilize. That's the thing to do for this kind of pain. All right. What about poor old Monica? She gets cramps in her feet even when putting on shoes. I find that's the time you do get cramps in your feet when you put on your shoes, isn't it? Um, foot cramp is excruciating. Have you had, I, I it's had, excruciating. Had a, yeah. It's one of the worst things. Um, look, it's, if, if you're getting it very infrequently, I wouldn't worry about it at all. It's very frequently. One of the things that we recommend for those types of cramps is quinine, George. You quite like the, the thought of quinine. Yeah, but you can't get quinine. You can have a drink. I drink gin tonic, tonic before well, I go you, to you bed. See, you don't no. need a gin. It's just tonic is all you need you need the tonic with quinine to- and you can get quinine there are quinine tablets there aren't you haven't gone to your pharmacy recently are they in short supply like every other bloody thing you can't thing? get them but gin I recommend now I'm t- I recommend a large gin tonic before going to bed and you'll sleep like a top and, and no you, won't, you won't feel the foot pain <laughs> you'll sleep pain. you'll sleep through it I, can I ask you a personal question uh, do you mind d- if I whisper a personal oh question oh god go on it depends on what it is well, I'm re- I'm genuinely worried now. Kidding apart now, I'm gen- I am peeing more and more than ever at night, all the time. Okay, okay, okay. Let's. And do you know what I do now? Oh which God. happens a lot. No, tell me. I wet myself. Oh, okay, okay. Well, poor because, George. No, because because. Fair play to you for saying that on air. In fairness, because there are men around the country who are doing that as well and wouldn't dream of admitting. And it. that's why I'm saying it. Yeah. That there are, that it, the it's the prostate is pushing on your yeah. liver okay. or kidney. What or do you need? But what? But I'm worried now. Have I got prostate cancer? What you need is you need a blood test, George. You need your PSA measured. You need a, a direct rectal examination, which is, which yeah. is self-explanatory. Fergus puts his finger up my bum. Fair play to Fergus. I'm sure he does. And then what you... And ma- he's fabulous. But, but he puts on a glove oh. now, to be fair. Jesus, George. <laughs> I should hope so. Right. The poor anyway, man. Anyway, what about the fact that and you I'm may need to see a, a urologist, and you may need, and if everything's fine, grand, you just may need your medication adjusted. Okay, but see you. The, the, but you like, need to be checked. When I was men a need kid, to be checked no, with those but, symptoms. But when you felt you needed to go for a pee, you could probably hang on for about two hours at a push. Yeah, yeah. When you were younger, now I probably can't make the bathroom. Yeah, and and you wet yourself. Yeah, it's very embarrassing. It is, and it's very difficult for people. You need to have a blood test. You need to have a rectal examination. Okay. You may need a referral to your urologist, and you may need your medication adjusted. What medication? Are you on nothing for your prostate? No. Well, then you need something for your prostate. I'm taking enough pills. Uh, I wanted to ask you. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Send your questions in for Dr. Kira. 53106 cost uh, 30 cents and we'll answer them in due course because we got tons of them. I've got MS, listener says, right? Is vitamin D3, is there a recommended dose or something? Is D3 used for MS? MS is very controllable now with medication, isn't it? Well, it's, well it is and it isn't. It, it's right. still a very difficult illness for people to struggle with um, and it's there are lots of different recommendations and there are lots of people trying all 
alternative therapies and a lot of people are buying things online and all sorts of things for MS now. I actually think that that's something that they should discuss with their neurologist. I'm I'm slightly wary of us of course. getting involved with it because it is complex and it is difficult. But um, I would I would suggest that they should ask because they may be on other medication too. And there's all sorts of shenanigans yeah. on, on that right. one. OK, I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, one of the things here, you know, when I answer a lot of these questions, I tend to be a bit... Um, Dismissive of me, yeah, no, I've no, not well, always of you, yes, but also yes. the poor old listener. Yes, right? the poor listeners. I'm surprised <laughs> they're still brave enough to send in a query with the abuse you throw at them. Well, fifty-seven-year-old male, right? He's getting pain between his shoulder blades, okay. spreading to his arms, and it seems to be getting worse. Okay. Now, my dismissive answer is, that's what happens when you get old. Right. No, I said that's my answer. You were perfectly entitled to have a different answer. What I would say to somebody who came in to me with pain between their shoulder blades, I would I would examine them first of all and see if I could identify if it was muscular or not. And it may yeah. well be. But some of those kind of boring pains you get in your upper mid thoracic region and in between your shoulder blades, sometimes that can be your esophagus. You can get esophageal pain there from esophagitis. You can get stuff like that going on. And sometimes pain that's in your upper thorax and going down your arms, things actually neck pain referred from a trapped nerve and things like that. This person needs an examination and will need some kind of follow up. Right. But but. You know what? I don't like anyone being in pain. I've been very clear but always. But pain is part of the human condition it once should, you head towards a bus pass. It should but be managed. I don't think people should have to put up with pain. I don't I think, they think should. we have. I think we have uh, as a as a, as a human species because we believe uh, it that there's an answer now for everything. Right. We believe that there should be no more pain. And there is pain as you get older. Pain is just part of the aging process. In my view, we should be able to manage most people's pain effectively. Well, I'm going and to that, you in future instead of Fergus. <laughs> that's what I would be aiming for <laughs> for people. I don't believe that people should be in pain. Pain is debilitating. Pain puts you in a bad mood. Pain is depressing. Pain affects your relationships. Why do you think pain, I'm, why pain do you think I'm you so cribby with you here at six o'clock? Because you're crucified with pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm crucified mm. with pain. Okay. Oh, oh, listen, my husband, uh, Kira, the listener says, complains constantly about very hot feet, particularly his soles, more so at night. He's 44, doesn't smoke normal weight. That's hot quite feet. A, I'm wondering what's going on there. I Is this a neuropathy, a burning pain? I'm wondering, is he having it, or is it hot, or is it circulation? Um, he needs to have a foot examination because... Those types of things going on in your feet could be a sign of things like diabetes, for all we know. Um, so I would suggest this person needs to have the circulation in his feet checked. He might need to have a diabetes screen, all that kind of stuff. That's a slightly unusual symptom. It is, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I wouldn't I wouldn't give dismissive answers to that. Well, that's fair. that's a first, George. So fair. Although there's a dismissive com- answer oh, coming up to the next one. This reminds one. me of the Graham Norton show where people come on and tell stories and you flip them in a red chair up on their, up <laughs> their throat. Well, you flip I, most of our I listeners think, away right. from us. Well, please, uh, please be nicer to the listeners. Well, Emma may want to leave now at this point, right? Well, okay. okay. A table fell on the back of her lower leg. Okay. Right? About a month ago. Okay. It was badly bruised, but now there's a lump and the leg is slightly disfigured. Then she says, should I get it checked out? <laughs> now, dismissive answer is, bloody well get it checked out. 
No. Well, yes, but you know what? Like, a table fell on our leg. Do you remember a table fell on your leg yeah. and you cut the shin off yourself? Yeah. Um, look, the good news is, is if she's still walking around a month later. The chances of her actually having a broken leg or anything is quite limited. Although we can never say never because we don't we haven't seen this woman's leg, so you know that we have to kind of give that proviso. But she may have a thing called a hematoma, which is where you've bled under your skin and then yeah. afterwards a kind of a lump forms. It's like an internal scab under the skin, I it's suppose. It's almost certainly a hematoma. It probably is a hematoma. An internal b- b- a blood clot like. Well, not, like. Not, not, not a, not a blood clot in, in, the, in the scary way. Yeah. But um, yeah, she probably just needs to have it checked out. But I, I do, I, I kind of tend to agree with you when people say things like this. Just I've, You know, I, my eye has fallen out for the last month. Should I have a, someone have a look at it? Yeah, I think, yes, do go and get this right. checklister. Now, what about Michael? He's a problem with psoriasis or Pityriasis. Yeah. yeah. There's been two different doctors, different prescriptions, different creams, pills, everything. But okay. it keeps coming Okay, back. he doesn't have pityriasis because pityriasis is self-limiting. It comes once, it lasts for a couple of months and it goes away again. And but he, psoriasis. And he has said that this is um, kind of relapsing and remitting. So it's come and gone and come back. So we're telling you now you don't have pityriasis. We're that good on the Right Folk Health Check. So we're going to go with the fact that you probably do have psoriasis, although you may have a condition called discoid eczema. No, but two doctors, the usual Well, doctors nonsense. do differ, as you yeah, know. Yeah. But uh, he may also have, have solicitors prosper. He may also have um, discoid eczema. Either way, he sounds like he has a dermatitis. Dermatitis are not curable. Dermatitis flare up with stress and dermatitis need to be managed and treated with management. The management is very often moisturisers, emollients, avoiding soap and using your favourite and mine George topical steroids but it's very hard for us one of the things we do find difficult to treat on the Right Oak Health Check is rashes because we cannot see them or touch them or really know what they're about so um, if it is a dermatitis yes it will come and go and what keeps it at bay is you managing it so whatever whatever you've been given you need to continue to use it or go back for something different if it's not working uh, an elderly female family friend in her 80s suffers from gout. <laughs> it's incredibly severe. Don't She's laugh in constant at the gout. pain. What do you mean? I'm a sufferer. I'm martyr to the gout. Is there anything you can do to help her pain? She's in a horrendous situation. On your says. Listen, why don't people go to experts about gout instead of going to some GP, paying her 50 quid, who gives them a few Nurofen, pats them on the head and sends them away? You have to tackle gout at source, which is the uric acid. You I'm have sighing to, into my then, microphone then here. You have to some get, GP. And then you have to get, like, the silver bullet is your man. What's the name of the pill again? Well, you go on steroids, but you go on steroids for a no, reason. No, don't mind the steroids, the other the one. The allopurinol. Yeah. Yes. But I would have every expectation, George, that any GP in the country could come up with allopurinol. Well, I don't need a rheumatologist no, no, for this. But, uh, but all the while, look, if any old GP could fix it, why is this poor 80-year-old female in her 80s so in constant severe pain reduced to tears? It's so bad. It, gout he, reduces you to tears. Yes, it does. But here's the thing. We don't even know if this lady has gout because if she has gout, it should be a flare-up and then it should die down again. It sounds to me this woman's in constant pain which makes me think she may be not having gout at all but again the same thing it boils down to is this spending her 50 quid well she's 80 she has a medical card oh nobody needs to be in pain this woman's pain can be managed and it can be managed on a, on a step by step you can fix gout there's no question or if doubt this woman has them. gout we can fix gout but if this woman doesn't even have gout at all has other sources of pain we can fix that 
two. Yeah, go well, to the doctor. There's no. Yeah, that's what has yeah. to happen. Go to the doctor. There's all sorts of stuff we can well, do. With John Kane, who is the Irish consul in Bermuda, and looked after me during my trip. I stayed with him. He's another martyr for the gout, and we've got it fixed because we've gone to experts and we've got the right medication and we got everything, and we're not martyrs anymore. Allopurinol is a very routine medication prescribed by GPs. People, you don't need a rheumatologist to do it. All right. Well, look, we we have to go. But what about Paul? Multiple nightmares. So naturally, he's, he's he's shagged during the day. God love him. I think it's actually a very sad text, isn't it? Multiple yeah. nightmares. Um, certain medications can give you uh, problems with nightmares. Cheese? Jeez. <laughs> um, I think that might be an old wives' tale, although I'm not sure. Don't you? Well, you don't get nightmares with cheese. You get a lot of dreams about Pamela Anderson, I find. I wouldn't think that was a nightmare, George. But but the cheese does give you those kind of dreams. Well, eating late actually can give you yeah. problems. But but what I would say is this: is it could be medication linked. So if you're on medication, particularly medication that affects um, your your nervous system, like antidepressants and stuff like that, certain asthma medications, um, people with severe yeah. asthma, sometimes they can get bad dreams but, too. But but I mean, this guy has to get multiple nightmares. But I mean, but I, if he's on no medication and having terrible yeah. nightmares, no, it's what often a, a symptom of anxiety because nightmares yeah. are often an ang- they're anxiety dreams. You know what I mean? Something terrible is happening. Yeah. You're being chased. You're falling. Whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, I I think this poor guy needs to go and talk to somebody because I I think there's nothing. Well, who do you talk to? Well, a I sleep would, doctor. Well, a GP to start off with, George. We we're we're, we're more skilled than you appear to think. Right. I would go and see the GP. Would you? I would. Another fifty quid. <laughs> Half the population has a medical card just because you're living in leafy Fox Rock no, but, uh, with this wads is of cash a, uh, and can't understand right, this it. This is a serious business. Yeah, no, it is. Multiple I, I don't like this at all because I think no. that must be very frightening and, and disturbing Absolutely. for the guy. Um, but again, sleep hygiene and not eating late at night and, you know, not watching kind of all scary right. movies and all that. Okay. They're all, all right. they're all important too. All right. There is a crisis. There's no shortage of GPs at 50 quid a throw. There is, of course, a massive shortage of priests. We're going to talk about that next. But uh, 53106 says always the number for your text messages on health. And Kira will be back next Monday. She'll be in the chair. I'll be in Boston. So she can cut me off anytime she doesn't like my question or answer. Get your questions in now.